0: Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is The Smart seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Monday, the 16th of November, and it's fast food day. And a big happy birthday to Frank Bruno, Lisa Bonnet, Gemma Atkinson, and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Seven. The war with COVID-19 continues with 24,962 new cases and 168 further deaths announced yesterday. Boris is now self-isolating after Test and Trace informed him he's come into contact with someone who had a positive test. Even though he's had COVID-19, there are a number of cases of people who've been infected twice. This will only heighten anticipation about the potential for the Pfizer vaccine. Andrew Marr had the man responsible for its development, the founder of BioNTech, Professor Uğur Sahin, on his show on Sunday. And he asked if it will be effective for older people. We have reported our efficacy over 90%. So that means that... means they. And we had in our clinical trial also uh, elderly people uh, was in the range of 35 to 40%. So I expect that it is also, also effective in elderly people, but I can't say at the moment how effective it is. Meanwhile, as hospitals across the UK struggle with the growing numbers of cases, chief executive of Whole Training Hospital Christopher Long thinks that a stricter lockdown is needed. We need to be looking quite seriously at much stiffer lockdown restrictions than we've got. Um, we know that the, the first wave lockdown, which was pretty total, worked and it did stop the infection rate. And I'm afraid that we need to be thinking of it along those lines again. Boris Johnson's Machiavellian adviser Dominic Cummings survived the Barnard Castle scandal that rocked the nation during the first lockdown, but he's not going to be in Downing Street by the end of the second one. He departed on Friday in a carefully calculated photo opportunity, leaving by the front door of number 10 with a cardboard box full of plots and plans. But Tory MP Peter Bone says he's not bothered. Well, I thought it was typical of Mr Cummings haunting the limelight. I mean, he's an adviser. He's not an elected person. He's not a minister. And there he was hogging the limelight, pretending, you know, he had to walk out the front of number 10. That was typical of him and uh, my view, good riddance to him. The colleagues I talk to and the WhatsApp groups I've seen all think now it's, a, it's the best thing that's happened to the country. Bye. It was another weekend of Trumper tantrums as Donald still refuses to concede that he lost the election, despite briefly appearing to admit that Joe Biden won on Twitter on Sunday. Joe's new chief of staff, Ron Klain, had some thoughts. Well, look, I accept it as a further confirmation of the reality that Joe Biden won the election and not through... Any of the rest of that tweet, not through fraud or anything else, the president is baselessly alleging he won because he got more votes. OK, that's why he won. He got more votes in the popular vote by a lot. And he won the same number of electoral votes that President Trump himself called a landslide four years ago. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton says Republicans need to concede. Well, I think it's very important for leaders of the Republican Party uh, to explain to our voters who are not as stupid as the Democrats think that, uh, in fact, Trump has lost the election and that his claims of election fraud uh, are baseless. And chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, had a not-so-subtle message for Donald as he makes major changes at the Pentagon. We do not take an oath to a king or a queen, a tyrant or a dictator. We take an oath to the Constitution. Despite the pandemic, Brexit continues to rumble away in the background and there's new speculation that the departure of Dominic Cummings and his Vote Leave colleague, Lee Cain, may make it easier to get a deal. Environment Secretary George Eustace was putting a brave face on things. The Prime Minister last week said that we really needed to re-energise and the EU really needed to focus and uh, refresh their mandate in these uh, final weeks. There are these sticking points around, for instance, fisheries, around state aid rules. uh, They can be resolved. We're not asking for anything uh, miraculous. We're really asking for what other countries like Norway and Canada already have. And so it should be possible. Still to come on the Smart 7, tributes to TV legend. Des O'Connor Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices It's been an incredible Formula One season for Lewis Hamilton who won again yesterday in Turkey to claim his seventh world championship and equal Michael Schumacher's record. He was quite emotional at the finishing line. We dreamed of this as, 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 you know, when we were young and when I was young, when we were watching the Grand Prix and this is way, way beyond our dreams and I think it's so important for kids out there to hopefully see this and know that no one to t- don't listen to anybody that tells you you can't achieve something extremely impossible and speak it into existence and you've got to work for it, you've got to chase it and you've got to never give up and never doubt yourself. For all the rest of the sport, including this weekend's international football plus the Masters Golf News, check out our sports podcast, The Sports 7. The Crown Series 4 appeared in full on Netflix over the weekend to the delight of binge-watchers everywhere. And Five Live spoke to impressionist Kate Robbins, who's very, well, impressed by Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher. I must say that Gillian Anderson's Thatcher is brilliant. I think um, when people say, oh, no, you don't do an impression of a a person, you have to study them. I'm sorry, that is the right. bang on impression I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean she she made uh, Stephen Nallon look like an amateur. Stephen Nallon was the guy who gave her that voice in spitting image, you know. And what will the vegetables have? Oh, they'll just serve themselves, you know. Yeah. He she she's really got that timbre of voice that Margaret Thatcher had. This weekend saw the death of Des O'Connor at 88 years of age. He died after a fall at his home. He was a real entertainment all-rounder, a TV chat show host, a singer, comedian and game show host. His routines with comedians Morecambe and Wise were epic. Here he is on the TV game show Take Your Pick, doing his best to help a confused contestant. Rest in peace, Des. If something is useless, it is said to be dead as a what. Dead as a doughnut. A what? A doughnut. A doughnail. A, dough a doughnut or a doughnut. A doughnut. <laughs> Hang on, the first bit's right. Dough. Dough. And another... doughnut. Try again. Dead as a dough. Mind your own business. Dead as dough, a dough. dough. No, no. No! <laughs> well, if you had one dough, yeah. and then someone you offered you another dough, what would you have? Two doughs. <laughs> This has been the Smart set. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on the website. Planning for your next trip?